So, do you guys, am I forgetting anything? Joan, have you really thought this through? I mean, running off with some guy you barely know? Girl, that's not very safe. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> Joan, what about Derek and Javon? They're still around. It's like applying to more than one college to hedge your bets. Javon is like my first choice. Mm. Derek is my safety school, and Curtis, he's my party school. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to Oh Hell Yes Girlfriends Podcast. Guess what, guys? It's raining men. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today's episode's air date was 424-2006. Writer Karen Gist. So we'll get into that, but first I want to just do some housekeeping stuff and let everybody know what's going on. I recently guest hosted on an episode of uh, These Are Their Stories. It's a Law & Order podcast. Uh, SVU episode called Undercover Blue, and that drops today. So please make sure you go over to uh, their page and take a listen. It was a fun conversation of us uh, talking about that. And um, do you have anything from the streets at zero? Mm. No, the streets have been quiet lately. I don't have nothing. But that's okay, because you know what? There's always room for us to, to for <laughs> something to pop off and us to drop something in later. So guess what? We are going right into the episode with <laughs> the cold open. And it's me. I feel bad for the people that fast forward it, the fast forward through our banter. <laughs> Don't know that we're not doing banter today. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Stay, stay. Keep listening. Yeah. So uh, we start out at Skia. William got food on his tie. It's uh, William, Lynn, and Maya. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed that we see a lot of scenes without, it'll be the girls minus Joan and Tony or Joan or Tony. Mm -hmm. um, they're both busy characters, but in this scene, Maya tells William to take off his tie since he got food on it, but he has some kind of rash mm -hmm. and he shows her and she's like, nah, that's a full on crisis. Mm. And he lets her know it's genetic. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Hey. <laughs> you know what that was a reference to? The song. Yeah, whenever someone says something that sounds like electric, <laughs> it's electric. Yeah. I just can't help it. Or like, they could be talking about anything. Be like, yeah, so it's electric. I'd be like, boogie, boogie, boogie. boogie. Hey, <laughs> that's how you know it's a good song. Stay, that melody stays with you. But um, yeah, it's genetic. That's why they used to call his mama old snake neck. And he, uh, he says it's important to get it fixed because he has a date that night. So he has to break out his emergency dicky, which is such a great play on words. Mm, it is. It is. That's a great little joke. That that unlocks memories from when I was in like elementary school and junior high and I had to wear the dickies, the uniform bottoms. Oh, the pants. Oh, yes. Ah, oh, memories. Hmm. But you know, that's <laughs> not what he's talking about, right? He's not talking about the pants. What are you talking about? He's talking about dick? No, he's talking about the thing you wear under your um under your shirt. Oh. Hold on. Now I gotta I gotta show it to you. He ain't talking about the pants, child. You wear them around your neck, like you wear them under your jacket, and it looks like a 
Oh. You're not supposed to open it because then it'll look, it'll show what it really is. But when you put a jacket over it, it just looks like a shirt, a full shirt. But it's right. Interesting. Yeah. I have so never seen guys. this contraption a day in my life. You learn yeah. something new every day, chill. So he wants to wear that to cover the rash on his neck. Mm-hmm. So Maya's like a date. Lynn says a dicky, and we'll, we find out that William hired a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And Maya calls his matchmaker a pimp, which is very much a sign of the times. And uh, he's like, she's very expensive and specializes in matchmaking upscale professional singles who have no time to meet people, which is like the league. Yeah, that is basically that a, that's an app. It's a dating app for like professionals, but like big time, high level professionals. They mentioned it on Insecure. That's what um Molly was using. Yeah, you guys, for a minute. Um. There was a show called Millionaire Matchmaker that popped up in my head when he said that. But also, yeah. oh my gosh, is this before dating apps? No. There was at least Plenty of Fish. What the hell is Plenty of Fish? You don't know Plenty of... Well, you're young, so you wouldn't know Plenty of Fish. But it was like your standard dating app. Oh, before. Okay. It was like this generation's Bumble or something? Well, yeah, their generation's Bumble. Gen X, like... Uh, older millennials Mm. um but i mean internet dating had been around before 2006 even if it was just on a computer and not on your phone but but was it i think we've moved on from it being like a stigma around it did it still have like a stigma around it during that time oh yeah yeah of course yeah that's why maya's tripping she don't even like this shit because people be like well they could be anybody Mm-hmm. I mean, when you meet somebody in a bar, they could be anybody they too. They could be anybody you know? <laughs> too. That's that's exactly my logic too. Like when people be like, "Oh well, you don't even know them." Be safe, da da da, bitch. You don't know the person who you was talking to for ten minutes at that bar, and you gave them your number. That yeah. per- that same person could be on the app. Like what's or what be a murderer, about? just like the person on the app. Exactly. So the guy you met at the coffee shop that's mixing the drinks, he go home and probably. I don't know. He got bodies hid in his basement. Who knows? Yeah. I think one thing that is a big plus is that you kind of catch their vibe. You know how they really look in person. You can gauge things like that. So I think that that's probably the biggest plus. There are pros and cons, definitely. Yeah. So um, Lynn implies that he has no game. Mm. And William says, my time like my game is very tight. And then we all of a sudden get the theme song, but we get an abridged version of our theme song. Mm. Why? I don't know. They're getting lazy. They're running out of time. <laughs> They're like, y'all know who, who's in the show by now. So let's just mm-hmm. move on. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> we got shit to get to. So we open up with Joan and Javon in a car. Yeah. So he's like, so where to? She goes, I'm easy and the night is young. And then he goes, nah, bitch, to your house or to your restaurant? Like, that's what I meant. Like, I'm dropping you off. <laughs> what did you think of that? What do you think he was on when he said that? Um, I think that he got an early morning and or he got to pick up the next bitch. He an athlete, right? Yeah. He is. He plays basketball. Well, she did say the night is young. So if the night is young, he could be young enough to pick up someone else and, you know, get that ball. That's interesting. I mean, you're on the track of what I thought. I was like, 
either that or he has to go um, get up early the next morning to take the kids to fucking soccer Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm because his wife wants them home by a certain time that's what I thought Mm -hmm. I was like okay oh he trying to he got he got his wife waiting at home. He don't he can't be out too late because he might have did it the previous night or something. I don't know. <laughs> but when when Joan uh, was sitting in the car talking about some the night is young, and she had her she had that slit in her dress. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Joan's really trying to make it happen tonight. She trying to Hot get somebody to Joan. take her home tonight. Mm. She better go. <laughs> but as soon as he's he's like, yeah, no, it's your restaurant or to to your house she put that thigh away <laughs> and she's like i guess she says a j-spot because that's where she ends up and she tells maya and lynn the date was over in under 90 minutes that's basically hopping out to um grab some food and come back home yeah that's bad it should be a little longer than that and plus like you sit down you order your food how long it take to get there maybe 30 minutes 20 minutes then you sit there and eat it mm-hmm Let's say the restaurant is maybe 10 minutes away from the crib. This is LA, so driving maybe 10 to 15. So that's round trip, 30 minutes-ish. Yeah, Yeah, don't leave much time for conversation or anything. Yeah, that was a quickie. Yeah, not the good kind. (laughs) So Joan says uh, to the girls, I don't get it. He's supposed to be a womanizer. He's an athlete. Mm -hmm. Ain't I a woman? Can't he eyeser me? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, girl, if if an athlete don't want you, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking... I mean, they probably got other bitches on the roster. Oh, yeah, true, true. You know, yeah. I think I think he he wanted her and he was interested, but he's also interested in a few other hoes. So they, you got to, mm-hmm. um, you know, wait your turn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. So... We see this guy named Curtis at the J-Spot. Him and Joan have a previous rapport mm-hmm. um, because they, they sound very familiar with each other. He's like, I just signed a new artist that's about to blow. The life's good, huh? Oh, come on, life is always good with the Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about I make life better and the first round of drinks is on me? How about the first round of drinks is with you? I was like, okay, okay, Curtis, you ain't that cute or whatever. Okay, but Curtis Jackson. I know that's right. You got a smooth operation there. So uh, Joan says, I don't drink with my customers, though. I'm like, why? Did you figure out why? Why she can't drink um, with the customers? It's probably just like a, a professional thing. You know, she is a young, black, beautiful woman drinking with... People could get the wrong idea. I, I see why she has that rule. Hmm. Okay. I bet if it was a young, black man... Mm. young handsome black man he would drink with his well, fucking customers that's the double standard judged for it mm-hmm. um she says i'll come over to your table in a minute what do you think of curtis he's kind of cute right he, I mean, he might be hat fishing <laughs> i wasn't even thinking that i was thinking he might be hat fishing but that that too you know niggas who stay glued to the hat i don't know yeah yeah, I don't know if we're going to see him without it, but Lynn stops to try to talk to him about music because, you know, he just signed somebody. So she pitches herself as a musician. He's like, what's your sound? It's a blend of eclectic folk and ambient R&B that takes on the emotion of jazz before I wind it tight with a little pop classical vibe. There's too much. When you have too many genres... All over the place. It gets mushy. It mm-hmm. gets mushy. It gets... It sounds like the trip-hop shit. That's what mm-hmm. it sounds like. A whole lot of nothing. Yeah, just a bunch of sounds mixed together. It's just, nah, that ain't it. So Curtis realizes that too and walks the fuck away. 
So we go back to the girls. Maya's telling Joan to let it go about Javon not wanting to fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joan says, well, maybe he's trying to take it slow. And Maya says, maybe he's hoping he can do better. (laughs) Girl, please snap back to reality. Trying to take. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, Oh, there goes. I thought I was the only one. Yo, you don't know how many times I've done that. And people look at me like I'm a fucking cornball. And I'm like, are you? How old are you? How do you not say that after someone says snap back to reality? I can't hear it any other way. I I have to say it. I have to fucking say it. What the? Okay. So I ain't the only one. All right. Just like if I said mom spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the service, he was calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting forgetting what he he wrote wrote down. down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words, okay, enough. Enough. The girls would be the first ones to say we hate him and them, too. (laughs) (laughs) Lying like a motherfucker. I mean, listen, listen. A bop is a bop, okay? The the girls that get it, get it. I don't know what y'all want me to. Okay, I can't drop boy can't everybody. You only have one shot. I might be able to pull that because if you you can play a certain amount of music if it's just like no lyrics, just instrumental. Yeah, so we might might do that. But Maya said maybe he's hoping he could do better. I'm like, damn. He can easily just say fuck you to joan if he wasn't feeling her like that why waste his time yeah that's that's why i see what maya is saying but that's why i think that he wants to keep joan on the roster because he could easily just be like okay girl i'll see you when i see you chill um oh so she's like a third stringer she <laughs> might be well, oh she might not be the top yeah the there might roster. be other girls ahead of her that's why he's like let me take you home or whatever. And then at the end, when he's like, let's go to Santa Barbara, one of the top girls might have been like, nah, nah. I'm good. Yeah. So it moved Joan up. That definitely is. It moved Joan up. Or Joan is at the same place, but he has a free day, so he needs to fill it in with mm. someone else. Yeah. You know, this is like a mathematical like equation. Yeah. Um, you know, like most sports are. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you be moving pieces around to make it work for the yeah. for the the team you're playing against you know that day it might be different uh-huh. somebody else might be starting that day sometimes you want that person to rest and you bring the other person up uh-huh. happens sometimes uh-huh damn um but maya said he can afford to be picky like we just said um she also says you need to focus on that reporters <laughs> that reporter square ass mm-hmm. we're talking about Derek. yeah his corny that, that corny motherfucker he's boring too he's like and i think he might be cornier than william just because absolutely he has that like if you don't like him enough he can spot it and get really like angry almost like he beats women incel yes that's he's that's giving perfect incel. yes yeah because because i don't william doesn't give incel energy no william is just kind of corny he's not incel though yeah. um this no. old boy is giving that though like when they was at that photo shoot i was like oh god please don't kill her like i knew that he wasn't gonna kill her but i was just like <laughs> thinking like oh god this is this is intense it was scary yeah it, it was, was scary, very scary sure. um and also like he's like a um you know them dudes in high school and middle school be like with my hug mm. <laughs> forcing forcing the, the the physical contact yes. yeah he's like that kind of guy because he does that later on when she's trying to walk away from him when he shows up to her house 
mm-hmm. when uh, with flowers, mm-hmm. and he's trying to like grab her and kiss her, and she's walking away. Like he can't catch the hint. I wonder how much of these incel-isms is still prevalent in high school and junior high, since a lot of the kids are online. Listeners, if you have, if you are in high school or junior high, first of all, we're just joking with a lot of things we say. Please don't. This is a comedy podcast. Do you know what? A lot of incels, most incels, I feel like, are white men. <laughs> nah, there's some black incels. They just, they just know they some. can't get away with, like, shooting up schools and shit. So that's not how they be doing it, you know? Right, but I think there's a community online that a lot of these white dudes will join these groups online and it'll fuel that incel behavior. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine there's a group of black incels. Well, you know, I guess some of the black ones follow the white ones, but... Yeah, they, they um, definitely follow the white ones. Um, I think it's, it's, it's... Their outlet is different and the way they do it is different with the blacks, mm-hmm. like everything else. But there's definitely a sub-black incel culture. For sure. Passport bros, too. Yeah. Black passport bros. Um, That's sub-incel culture. They're going over there to um, essentially get free sex. Low earning. Well, yeah, it's not free. Sex sex They're, they're paying. They're just not. They're going over there because it's cheap. Yeah. And these girls are... Thirsty. Impressed by very little. Yeah. Yeah. They always go to the third world countries, too. The passport bros. Why don't you niggas go to Dubai? <laughs> they can't afford a Dubai bitch. Them niggas don't be going to Dubai to get no pass. No, y'all niggas always going to DR or some shit where it's like, <laughs> oh chill. Shout out to our listeners in the DR. Shout I don't out, know. Shout, shout or, out to our that DR are listeners. Dominican American. Dominicans. And they they do they find these girls and I can see uh, Derek being that kind of guy uh, for I sure. Can definitely see it for sure. So. Joan calls Derek needy and Maya chokes on her drink because she thinks the pot needs to meet the kettle. Hmm. Well, pot meet kettle. Joan, yeah. Joan is on her new, new new hot girl shit. She ain't needy I mean, no she be more. Acting needy. She be acting needy with Javon though. I think she just wants his attention because she likes his status. She thinks he's handsome. I think she just has more of a crush on him, but I don't think she's needy per se. Because I don't think that what she's thinking with him taking her home isn't anything that any other woman wouldn't question. Right. You I would have jumped out of the car. I would have been so embarrassed. I would have like, <laughs> come. Like, I'll just call uh, an Uber. Just, uh. Uh-uh. I like to take my L's in peace, shall she? He might. He may as well have said, your fucking pussy stinks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she was throwing it at him. He's like, oh, actually, um, actually, I have an early morning. I'm going to throw it right back at you. I hope I hope you can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, hold up. You got an early morning. So, I like, what I got to do with me? Well, how does that? Well, he's lying. We, we know he's lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's but that's lying. a dumb excuse. For yeah. sure. Or just be like, yo, I'm not feeling too well. He could have said that. Be like, it's not you, it's me. I'd be like, nah, elaborate. What do you mean by that? That's what I'm I would say. I'm just not feeling it tonight. All, all the, things got to be vague. I'm just not feeling it tonight. Feeling what? It. I'd be like, oh, so I did something. You're not no, feeling me. No, it's not you. I'm not feeling it. What is it? What the- <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting there all night like, what is it? Tell me what it is. Just give it to no, me. I'm just super tired. I'm sorry. Like I'm just not in the mood. That my, well, my we head be has tired been, together. My head has been somewhere else. You know, I just need Where some alone it? time. Where's your head? 
with some other bitch on the court he could always blame the court that's the oh, thing with yeah. these niggas too they just be like oh my there's god there's a lot going on with my contract right now and um coach has been stressing me out yeah or something yeah that's a good one you know yeah and you don't yeah, even you know, know so there's a lot going like, on oh, with the really? team uh-huh and she probably don't watch sports so she could be you could say anything <laughs> you could say we're losing a lot and it's bothering me whatever yeah anyway but the girls tell her to stop focusing on these dudes and focus on fixing things with Tony. Mm-hmm. The fuck? And uh, they call Joan Petty. And mm. she calls Tony Petty. And they're like, nah. Tony's being Tony. You're being Petty. I'm like, damn. So she gets a pass? It's not that she gets a pass, but I feel like what they meant was, you already know who Tony was, and you've still been friends with her for all these years, so, and she's still the same, so, why are you acting like this? You know? It's not a pass, but it's a, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. So, Lynn takes out her phone and says, just call her, and I'm like, Joan got her own phone. She could do it. <laughs> but what, what Lynn should have did was call Tony... And then handed the phone to Joan. Mm-hmm. That way mm-hmm. she's on the phone. You got to pick it up. But Joan's like, Joan's on some other shit. She's like, it's 2006. I'm going to call Javon and invite him to come with me to my award ceremony. Mm-mm. With Delta Sigma Theta. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the girls are like, you're an award? You're getting an award? Yeah. You don't tell your girls? Yeah. Ooh, Joan. That's Joan a is in big her villain era. Ooh. That's crazy to me. Yeah. She'd rather call the nigga who ain't been there. He wasn't there from day one. He wasn't shooting in a gym. Yeah. I mean, there's two things I see wrong with this. Number one is asking this nigga out on a date. Number two is you <laughs> not telling you. <laughs> Listen, don't come for me, okay? I said what I said. If he wanted to, he would, Okay. We're not doing this. Damn. Um, number two Damn. is you ain't tell your your girls you was getting this big award. Excuse me, some nigga you just met. You trying to invite him and he paying you dust? Excuse me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh uh. Yeah, that's uh. Wow. That's the first part. You should have. That's the girl should have been the first people you told. Anyway, mm-hmm. she she must not have wanted them there or something. I don't know. She calls Javon and leaves him a message sounding super desperate on the phone. It's super sad. Hey, Javon. It's Joan. I had such a nice time tonight, and I would love to get together again soon. Actually, next week. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority is honoring me as Entrepreneur of the Year next Saturday, and I would love for you to be my date, so just call me whenever. Well, (laughs) before next Saturday. (laughs) Unless it's in the morning. Before one. Or, you know, you could just meet me there. <laughs> desperation do- breeds desperation. Oh, God. So, next is uh, William with his matchmaker. Do you want to get this storyline out of the way? Okay, Completely. William is with his matchmaker. First of all, he paid this woman 20 racks. 20 racks. 20 oh. racks? Nigga, I'll date you. The fuck? They be throwing money around like it ain't nothing. When you rich, that's like He paid like this woman 20 max um, to find a wife, pretty much, um, for him. Yeah. She's one of those high-end matchmakers. And he's she's swiping through on the computer on her laptop. And he's showing she's showing her the picture. She's like, these are the top girls, 40 girls, who 
you align with based on your profiles. You guys are extremely compatible. William doesn't like not one. He's trying to find something wrong with all of them. Self-sabotage. Yeah, there's even one where he looks at the picture and says, like, she looks like her feet stink. Like, how does that even, like, shut up, William. What the fuck? (laughs) How does that work? Yeah. So then she shows him a picture of Monica. Yeah. Monica Charles Brooks. And he's like, yes, her. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, He's still in love. here we go. They trying to, that's what, this whole thing is them trying to bring Monica in to replace Tony. Mm-hmm. They're already trying. Mm. This is the first step of it. So they show Monica. She has the same matchmaker, of course. And Monica ain't with it. She don't, she knows who he is. She does not look happy to see him on the list of guys that the matchmaker brought. Their compatibilities are off the charts, according to the matchmaker. But we know that. I'm sure they are. They, they were dating for a little bit, so They're yeah. Yin and Yang. They're a uh, Oreo cookie with the white stuffing. With the stuffing. Mm, mm-hmm. They're two puzzle pieces that fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Monica is not happy to see William on there. So the matchmaker then finds out that he knows Monica. Mm-hmm. And so she meets him at the J spot to talk about it. And he's like, oh, I was hoping to lose 20 pounds before tomorrow. Uh, before my date with uh, with Monica. And he's like, and she's like, nah, you're not going on a date with her because you already know her. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You know, I'm willing to snip snip mm-hmm. our contract because that's not how we do things. You know, dated, broke up, got back together, broke up again. Um, so how does that, how, so my question is, right, how does that work? So does she get, does she give him back? a portion of the 20 racks or like what's it depends because i think she said that your twenty thousand is for the first 40 that i find it was like 40 girls based off of their compatibility i guess he took like a quiz or something beforehand Mm -hmm. so that she knows which girls to pick Mm -hmm. he didn't like any of those girls so i think going past that to find monica might be extra hmm but it doesn't matter because he has the money. It doesn't even matter. Interesting. Oh, so we end at the J spot. William's actually on a date with someone. And he says, before we go any further, let's lay our cards on the table. I'll go first. I have ashy knees. I grind my teeth. I snore. I've slept with 12 men. Don't judge. And then he goes, well, I slept with 32. And I'm like... I'm like, that's 12? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, for some people, that's just a hot girl summer. Yeah, talk. like, I was like, um... I was like, oh, I mean, you grown, that's... right? <laughs> like, I'm like, is that your whole life? That's what I'm saying. I'm like... You had an embarrassed. I'm like, that's... That's I mean, really... That's okay. pretty... It's relatively normal. I mean... Yeah. A grown 30-something... But, yeah but like, william's like 32 i'm like well he's a dude yeah they be fucking anything yeah they be well, that's still be, kind uh, of a lot though yeah it is, you, that is, you know men, men be doing it they 30s. just put it in whatever and he's like we can do this tit for tat thing all day let me play my ace and he shows the neck the neck skin and she's like oh that's nothing and she lifts up her shirt and he yells in fear and disgust we don't see it but i'm sure it's gross mm-hmm. so that's the end of that storyline because it is so terrible. <laughs> I do not. It's just a way to get Monica into the fold. So we're going to get to the good stuff. 
we were in Joan's house and we get a really well done over the shoulder shot mm-hmm. of someone at the door with flowers. Oh, God. Oh, boy, comes the reporter and brings the big old bouquet of roses. And she thinks, well, she's hoping it's Siobhan. It's Siobhan, yeah. But it's She looks not. sad to see him. She's, like, doing that thing that, oh, the killer's in the room. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, smile your way through it. But the fear is in your eyes. You're just trying to please him so you can get away. Like, mm-hmm. she's doing that kind of smile to him when she realizes who it is. Mm-hmm. Tracy's really good about playing these type of subtle reactions. I mean, she has big eyes. Yeah. She got so the- she's very good at conveying feeling through her eyes. It's really nice. Um, but he came to congratulate her for being entrepreneur of the year. You know, that's the Delta Sigma Theta Award that she was talking about in the previous scene. And he's being really awkward. He's trying to kiss her. She keeps walking away. Mm. She's trying not to engage with him at all. And she didn't even tell him about the award. She didn't even tell him about it. Mm-hmm. He found out. He said, because I'm a journalist. And they got the resources I to find out I keep up with all everything. the big news. Oh, please. He's like, you're big news to me. Oh, please, nigga. You have her Google fucking notifications on. Shut up. Yeah. Google alerts. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'd love to see you get your award, but I won't be there unless, unless (laughs) she's trying not to look at him. (laughs) He's begging for an invite. Oh, my God. How do you get rid of a guy like this? What do you say? I mean, it's hard like, because like, these men are so violent. You you got to just be yeah. like, oh, you know, uh, it's not that big. Uh, just just brush it off. Act like it's something that's not that yeah. big of a deal so that he doesn't come. But then he still might come. It's like, but, yeah, especially since he's a journalist, he could just use his media card. Like, yep, you know, yep. It's really scary that we have to do things like that to make sure that we are safe mm-hmm. and we don't get murdered. <laughs> I'm mad this, even, this nigga even know who the, where the fuck she live. Like, ugh. Yeah. That I don't think he can find out through Google. I mean, back in the early 2000s, I guess you could find that out. Apparently, they still have phone books around this time. Because mm. of what Lynn says toward the end. Okay. Damn. Mm. Yellow pages. It was a crazy time back in the past. You could just look someone's phone number and address up in a book that they sent with the mail. Yeah, that's... Crazy, crazy, crazy time. She kind of still can't. How do did that, nobody but... think that was a bad idea? Like, I don't know. You know, people used to leave their doors unlocked. We didn't. We didn't know any better. <laughs> um, that's why kids don't go outside anymore. Kids are always in the house and that's the locked so door. Sad though. Like, I would. I would love for there to be a nice middle. Like those days we were kind of just everywhere like yeah niggas used to be out taking two buses and a train and shit at like 10 years old especially here in new york like mm. <laughs> yeah back in, in florida it was your bike you ride your bike everywhere you and no yeah. one, there was no one with you to tell you you can't go that far you go you went as far as the bike could take you you know uh-huh <laughs> there was uh-huh. nobody to tell you otherwise and now i watch these true crime 2020 datelines and all that shit where there were kids that did that same thing and didn't come home. And you just never thought about that as a kid. You're just riding your bike to the park and then a little further Mm -hmm. and then a little further. As long as you're back home by whatever, it's Mm -hmm. all good. Mm. I don't know how we got on this morbid Mm -hmm. subject, but uh, (laughs) anyway. Oh, that's right, because Derek could be a killer. So he's looking for an invite to this event, but 
she meant she we know that she invited Javon already. That's who she wants to to go. Mm-hmm. She's waiting on mm-hmm. his call. But instead she tells him, I invited my girlfriend Tony to come with me instead and she and I are going through a rough patch. And we just need time to bond, so it's going to be a girls night. And he's like, oh, "Okay, sure, sure." So what are you doing right now? She's like <laughs> She's like reorganizing my Tupperware. And he's like, that's great. I'll help. I'm like, damn, what else could you have said? That sounds boring, right? What more boring? You should have said you had a fungus you was trying to get rid of. I don't know. Something. Like, what the hell? She could have been like, yeah, I got this UTI. It's taking a lot out of me. Yeah. I got a yeast infection. It's taking a lot out of me right now. I'm tired. Yeah, my coochie itching. Yeah, make it it about your parts so he don't want to, like, fuck. I mean, niggas, niggas, they still going to be like, I mean... (laughs) A period don't stop nothing yeah. but a sentence, so. <laughs> that is so <laughs> fucking gross. Men don't have no chill. They don't have no gag. Like, they, that's they fucking gross. Say, just, just put the towel put down. down. Yeah. And, uh, I was about to. No. I was about to say, girls that, the girls that are okay with that, like. And, and it's I like, you know. be feeling mad bloated and weird on your period. I don't understand like, how. Yeah, that's what, what I'm thinking. Fuck. Like, how do you, how are you okay with that? Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, some people. Some people. I don't want to kink shame. Different. I don't want to yuck somebody's yum, but <laughs> yuck. <laughs> you know, somebody listening going, "Well, I did it. I do it all the time." What y'all talking about? Know what you Girl. mean? Y'all need to open y'all minds and be more open minded. Y'all are prudes. Like, damn. Well, I guess I'll stay approved. Like, That's okay, gross. Child. <laughs> so, um. We're at the Delta event and we finally see Tony. Now, it had been seven minutes and 41 seconds into the episode when I noticed we hadn't seen Tony yet. Hmm. That's like what? One third? Thereabouts. Yeah. So around Hmm. the eight minute mark, we finally see her. So I don't know what that was about. But at the Delta event, Tony arrives separately. Joan's already there and she sees her from afar and they catch eyes. And um, they kind of do like a... (laughs) And so um, she really did invite Tony. Well, we find out there's a reason she invited Tony, but I thought she was lying to Derek when she told Mm. him that. But she was actually telling the truth. And it's kind of a weird energy they have between each other. How would you describe this energy? I want to see what you think. I would say y'all are friends, but y'all haven't addressed both of y'all not fucking with each other as of late. But... You want to continue the friendship, but you need to address that issue first before you guys continue it. That's what I would describe it as. There's um a lot of like, you know, some people say like, like you're, you know, insecure. People say that the real love story of that show is Issa and Molly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I feel like it's kind of like that with Joan and Tony, especially in this scene. It's it's like um. You know, there's a sense of, like, the way they look at each other across the room, the way Tony looks shy and vulnerable, especially when she stops talking to her. Like, when she's talking to her and all of a sudden she walks away to talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That kind of, like, heartbreak, that kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, Even when the photographer, the yeah, photographer only asks the picture. Joan. Yeah. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a little bit of, like, sort of like a, I won't say bromance, because they're not bros, but, you know, I mean, a cis-mance. <laughs> A homance, homance. I guess Kidding. you can call it that. 
Um, but yeah, there's it's almost like a like a fairy tale type of thing. It's it's interesting to see, and I love the way that Jill plays it because there's a lot of looks and a lot of awkward things that she does that really conveys that really well. Mm-hmm. See with her body too. Yeah, yeah, um, her posture even, and. Jonah walks over to her and says, oh, hey, wow, you came. And they do the awkward hug thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about each other's clothes. Mm-hmm. Catch each other up. Yeah, they're like, eh. I just thought, oh, that dress, whatever. Joan got the dress as a freebie because the designer needed publicity. I'm like, you got it like that, Joan? It girl, don't get mad at me because I'm the it girl. <laughs> the designer asked you to wear their dress so they can get publicity okay you're curating like that mm-hmm. so joan says to tony maybe i can hook you up did you notice the look that tony gave when she said that like a bitch you fucking kidding me right <laughs> like i don't need your fucking handouts bitch <laughs> it was like an offended kind of thing she was definitely offended yeah but then she comes around later but i was like damn it's fucked up so a guy comes over with some drinks and Joan grabs one and goes, oh, just one, actually. She's breastfeeding. And Tony goes, actually, I stopped breastfeeding three weeks ago. Damn, Damn what'd you think of that? Already? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how long it'd hmm. be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that just goes to show how much they aren't really in tune with each other's lives as of lately. Yeah, and if you haven't known that she hasn't been breastfeeding for three weeks, y'all haven't gone out for drinks any other time. Mm-hmm. y'all haven't Talk done anything yeah that's a that's something you mentioned and if you just invited mm-hmm. her out for drinks it probably would have she probably would have told you a lot sooner than now mm-hmm. but um that's how much they don't know about each other you can cut the tension with a fucking knife mm-hmm. you know the best way to make up is over drinks that's how a lot of my friendships get made up you know what <laughs> yeah that is a good way to make up or of a dessert i love a good dessert but anyway no, nah, um, I don't want to feel like... Sh- I don't want to be worried about nothing during my desserts. <laughs> yeah, you ruined my I fucking was, dessert. Go ahead. <laughs> what I was saying was... Peep, like... So, there's a shift in the dynamic between Joan and Tony, right? And I think that that's really what Tony is uncomfortable with. With now Joan being the it girl as opposed to Tony being the it girl, I think it makes her like feel like, well, then what is my, what is my place in this friendship? If it's not that, you know, she can't take being the, uh, the one that's pushed out of the pictures. Uh She doesn't know what uh to do with that life. Uh huh. And this same dynamic happens a lot when like people lose a, a lot of weight like a significant amount, Ooh, yeah, you know, yeah. where they are they become no the longer friend. the fat friend. Uh-huh. They're not the fat friend anymore. Right now it's like, oh, girl, hold on. Oh, oh, my friend said he, he want to talk to you. And then she's like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, baby girl, we wasn't talking about you. We was talking about the other one. <laughs> you know, it, it, it become one of those. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what's that. You don't know that, 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 uh, that position, that position that, um, acting role mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you don't know that part you've always played the mm-hmm. same part you don't you gotta learn new lines now and you don't mm-hmm. know if you could handle you it you've been you've been typecast <laughs> you've been typecast for so long you, you don't know, know what you don't range. know yeah 
So they're trying hard to talk around stuff. And Tony seems to be having a very hard time with it. It doesn't seem to be weighing as much. The friendship issues aren't weighing as much on Joan. Joan's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I got this whole life. And yeah, we can make up and talk about, catch each other up and all that stuff. And Tony's more like tentative. She doesn't know what to say. Um, But Tony does this joke where she's like, I will be expecting that dress. Remember, she was looking offended. Mm-hmm. And then she says that. I'm like, what was the switch up? Child, she knows she wants that dress. It's probably expensive, <laughs> designer, fresh off the runway. They both skinny as hell, so they can both fit the model sizes. Yeah, you know I think how that before go. it was just like it was like Jones hooking up, hooking Tony up with a designer, and Tony was like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. Like, mm-hmm. that's not Especially that's not how it's supposed they, to be. They hadn't had kind of made up, quote unquote. Yeah, yet they were just kind of like talking about random stuff. And um, that made her uncomfortable. Like, bitch, you gonna hook who up? I'm Tony Child. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is now. You getting pushed out of photos? I, that's another awkward moment. I want to might have been like, you know what? Might be time for me to leave the party. Yeah. Um, if I we, people are taking me out of photos, but Joan says tonight's all about you and me. So let's catch up. And Tony goes, okay. Well, here's what's been happening with me. My life has been all over the place. Work has been kicking my ass. Mm. I can't sleep. Worried about that damn custody battle and I got a toe fungus. Ooh. Because I cut corners and I went to this strip mall spot. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about me. What's going on with you and Javon? And Joan's like, oh, Tony, I'm a I'm a damn fool over him. Mm. And then she goes, I even called him to invite him to this thing tonight. And he never called me back. Oh, whatever, right? The way she mm-hmm. says, oh, whatever, right? And you see Tony's face drop because you know what that means. Mm, you was second place. She Oof. was second choice. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Why you even told her, Joan? Damn. She, you know, when these new new age hot girls, when they just got indoctrined into the hot girl <laughs> society, they don't know how to balance it out. You don't tell them, girl. Like, yeah. what are you doing? She didn't realize what she was saying. I don't think she realized what she was saying. She was so busy bragging about Javon yeah, that yeah, she didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. what that shit sounded like. Oh, Tony <sighs> looks Poor so girl. sad when she says that. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the event photographer comes up and asks for a picture. And Joan tries to bring Tony into the picture with her. And the guy's like, nah, Joan alone, please. Now, the photographer should have just took the picture. And then said, okay, one without Jonah. He should have just, and then said, what, exactly. But these, these, these industry niggas, they rude. Yeah, he didn't realize <laughs> what he was saying either. He was just like, nah, I don't want you in it. I don't they know who you rude. is. I don't know. Because we see, we see photos of that all the time with like celebs or the main person with niggas who we don't know all the time. Yeah. Online. So, bitch, you tried it. And also, yeah. if I was Jonah, I would have said, yeah, but I'd like one with my best friend as well yeah to remember this moment by um, but you know Joan, that she, kinda, she's not thinking clearly <laughs> the lights the lights are too bright joe thinking of javon chill yeah but tony looks sad again and tony has the right to look sad based on everything that's happened you know the whole mm-hmm. night she's just been put aside yeah and then finding out your second fiddle mm. yeah but then fucking Derek shows up. We're gonna call him fucking Derek. What happens here? Oof, Derek comes and he starts talking to her. And then Tony just like, 
walks off because it's like, why well, are you here? He is the asshole because he he sees them together, stands in front of Tony, like in between Tony and Joan to talk to Joan. Mm-hmm. Like blocks her. Mm-hmm. So Tony's pissed. Rude. And, you know, he'd already talked about like, oh, m- me and my friend Tony are going through a rough patch. You know, I brought her here to to hang out with her and he goes oh yeah that's right girls night right and he turns to to tony and goes hey and he turns right back around i was like oh god oh unfamiliar territory for miss childs yes is being cast aside and she doesn't know what to do i don't what would you do if you were tony i would have to leave i gotta that's that's too much l's in one night Okay. That's a lot of L's. And it was a, in a short amount of time. This is the whole scene. In like two minutes. You got the it's L like with the photographer. You got the L with finding out you the second, third place or whatever. Then you got the L with this nigga coming in front of you like you motherfucking invisible. Uh-uh. That's <laughs> too much embarrassment. Yeah. It's time to go home. It's really time to go home. And then it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. Because, um, you know, Derek's like, oh, I just came to congratulate you. You know, I know it's ladies' night, whatever. The audience groans when he waves at her like that. Because they know. Mm-hmm. They know. Mm. And you see Tony over her over their shoulder just giving total side eye to both of them. And once Derek calls Joan beautiful, he walks away. And she walks back over to Tony and she says, look at me, Tony. What am I doing? I mean, while I'm sitting around waiting for Javon to call me back, I am pushing away a perfectly good man who took the time to be here tonight. And you know what? Isn't that what life's all about? Being there? <sighs> now let me go and get this man. Mm. What a perfectly good man. I ain't see him. <laughs> Who you, the photographer? Who are you talking about? So Joan says, you know what? Let me go get this man. And she goes to get the man. Mm. And walks away from Tony just leaving her by herself. Mm-hmm. She don't know nobody there. <laughs> That was so fucked up. Damn. You don't want to know if she gets home safe or nothing? Mm. The it girl. This is a, this is y'all's it girl. This is who y'all y'all are rooting for, Sid. <laughs> oh, shout out to Sid. <laughs> you was on some Sid shit too. Don't even play. <laughs> you was all for this shit a couple episodes ago. Oh my god, we was on the same page, but Joan, what is going on? It's really bad. So she leaves Tony by herself and Tony just heads out the door. She didn't even say goodbye or have a good night or thanks for coming or mm-hmm. anything. Mm. This is just wild. So next we see Joan in bed with Derek. It's, I guess, morning. And he wakes her up by looking dead in her face. Very weird. Can you imagine waking up and some niggas right in your face like that? No, nah, it depends. If he's cute. If he's cute. I mean, if he look. Nah, it's still weird. It's still weird. Because it's like. I don't know, man. It, you wake if up it's Quincy and he, Brown right. or Steph Curry. Or, I mean, you know. We, we, there's exceptions ugh. to the rule. But it's a, let's call it an yeah. exception for a reason. Most of the time, it's, it's kind of right. weird. Right. Like, why you. What you doing? Why you looking at me while I'm Why sleeping? Why you in my face this early? Did you brush your teeth? Like, yeah, how close like, are you? Was I drooling? <laughs> like, what's... <laughs> it's like, can we be normal? Why are you so weird? But he says something to her that made me go, run, girl. Run the fuck out of there. Remember what he says? What did he say? He said, I, I'm falling in love with you. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh... Oh shit! Yeah, I remember that so I line. I really can't get rid of you, and if I do get rid of you, 
And if you do get rid of him, what? You're going to do something violent if I try to get rid of you. Yeah, it wasn't even... It wasn't even jarring to me because that is some shit that he would say. So that's probably why I didn't even really remember it. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, okay, nigga. Sure. Gosh, that's a scary, like, thing for a guy you don't like that has these type of behaviors. Yeah, to that's say. weird, like that incel behavior. I would yeah, be... Yeah, because you can't get rid of that dude. You you don't... If you don't pick up his call, he's at your house. And he knows all of her windows. important locations. He knows her place of residence and he knows her place of work those are the two like oh my gosh he's the type that would vandalize her restaurant because uh yeah she wouldn't say it back or some shit yeah (laughs) spray paint your walls (laughs) oh fucking tp Mm. your house with tissue paper like chow egg your house because because you looked at another dude just looked at him down the street just looked at him i don't know i think what needs to happen is javon well, or even any other guy that she's interested in, she needs to still low-key date Derek, but, like, make it seem like the other guy is winning. So, like, that's just out of my control because, I mean, he's just putting in all this work. I'm sorry, Derek. I didn't know that. It's like, I'm sorry, Derek. He uh, Javon put me on his private jet and flew me to fucking Central Pay. Yeah, I'm sorry. We we were. It's hard. It's hard not to. I I'm not trying to say you guys are competing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard to turn that down. And it got to be something that he can't compete with, aka money. So you, you got to be something like that. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so Joan calls Maya because he gets up to make her breakfast. So she got some time alone. Thank God. And she calls Maya and says, oh, Maya, I screwed up. And of course, they're not talking about the same thing. I talked to Lynn. He talked to Tony. What the hell were you thinking last night? I wasn't thinking. Obviously. And now he says he loves me. Who? Derek. (laughs) Oh, Derek, girl, I'm talking about Tony. Why? What's wrong with Tony? Derek. (laughs) So Tony told the girls Mm -hmm. that Joan left her at the party. Mm Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, no, nah, you need to fix things with Tony. But Joan don't care. Joan does not care about what's going on with Tony. She's talking about not really being into Derek. And she's talking all loud. I got scared for a sec that he was going to hear her in the other room. Mm-hmm. That shit scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh, my God, he's going to hear her. Because I forgot how this ended. He's going to be like, gotcha. Yeah. Maya said, all you do is think about yourself. And Joan doesn't understand. And she's like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I need to stop worrying about whether Javon's going to call. I need to stop fucking with Derek. Starting now, it is all about me. Maya's like, starting now. And we move on to the J-spot. And Curtis is there. Now, this is um, Joan's new new stage. She's leveling up, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's trying to be real ho- Not ho-ish. Gosh, let's not say that. She's just being free. I mean, she's exploring her options, as any woman who's in that position should do. I mean, you can't really put all yeah. your eggs in one basket, apparently, because these niggas never shall. Even when you have a ring on it. I'm telling you. Because these niggas don't. They don't put all their eggs in one basket. Come on. J- Javon absolutely has. They got basket, cups, all that shit. <laughs> Egg cartons. Nigga. Shit. So we see Curtis and his friends at the J-Spot drinking. And she's like, this is the new Joan. So she's drinking with them. And Curtis is going away for the weekend in a PJ. He going to Aspen. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to Aspen for the weekend to um, the the label gave them access to uh, the PJ. 
and he invites Joan. And at that moment, I don't know if Joan answers whether she's going right then, but we see Tony walk in with this amazing outfit on. So cute. Love. It's just like, what? <sighs> there we go again. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. It's like a green, I don't know if it's a dress. It's like, it's not green, but it's like white with green designs on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It looks like a dress. Super cute. Given very much picnic, you know, yeah. summer Hamptons. Rich auntie at the picnic. She sees Joan having a good time and tries to leave and Lynn, Lynn begs her to stay so they can fix it. I didn't realize that the friendship was this dire in the last episode that we saw. I don't remember it being this bad. It got, it's really bad in this episode. So Tony calls Joan crazy and Lynn says, well, we're all kind of crazy in this friends group, but we still, we still hang out with each other, right? So um, Joan walks over to them. Tony's like, we need to talk. Can I grab a drink while you close up? And Joan says, I can't. Why can't she? She gotta go because, <laughs> because they are screening dream girls at Quincy Jones's mansion. Oh, 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 oh. I'm like, hola, how you get to... First off, Dreamgirls wasn't out yet, from what she said. It was an early cut of it. Uh-huh. Secondly, you going to Quincy Jones's house? They just threw that in there because she Diana Ross's daughter chair. They just wanted to be cute. I don't give cute. a fuck. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Tony Deuces. Yeah. Not tonight. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to Quincy Jones' house. Bye, Tony. Bye. <laughs> I know we probably won't be friends tomorrow, but... Bye. Mm-hmm. I'll see you, child. Quincy Jones' house. What are we talking about? MJ Quincy Jones. That one? Yeah, girl. Fucking um, mm. Tevin Campbell's Quincy Jones. Mm. Fucking Tamia's Quincy Jones. Mm. I'll be sure it's Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. Everybody's Quincy. <laughs> so, um, Joan walks over and goes, how about I call you tomorrow? Taps her on the shoulder and walks past her. Mm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, tap, tap. She gave it an HR tap. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll reach out to you. You know? Why she did that? That was so dismissive. Taps her on the shoulder, walks away. Don't even wait for Tony's answer. Mm-hmm. Do you know if Tony's available tomorrow? What time? Mm. She'll find out when she try to call her. <laughs> See, that's the type of shit where it's like, I get it. You're being invited to Quincy Jones's house and you think you're hot shit. It can happen to any of us. But honestly, from what I'm seeing, or maybe it's just the way that Tracy Ellis plays this character, it doesn't come off malicious. It just comes off as someone who doesn't, who's new to this type of attention and uh, status and doesn't know how to balance it between that and her, her real friends. I don't know. The whole tap, I'll call you. How about I call you tomorrow? Dismissive. Sounds very... Very dismissive, but also like a professional way you blow somebody off. Like you've been in this business, I mean, a short time, but you've learned certain ways to talk to people. And that's how these big wigs and these popular celebrities talk to you sometimes. Yeah. They'll do the thing. They'll, yeah, yeah, we'll go have lunch or whatever. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. Next week. Yeah. And she's doing that. Oh, God. Um, she is, but I don't think it's, uh, I, I, it's not giving, I want to hurt your feelings. It's just like, girl, I'll take advantage of this shit. When is the next time I'm going to be invited to Quincy Jones's house, shall? I'm going uh, I'm to need you to understand. I'll tell you about it tomorrow, shall? I'll give you the tea later. Now, that's better than what she did. Now, if she said that shit, what you just said, 
cool. Mm-hmm. But not a fan of that kind of behavior. <laughs> um, so Tony looks sad again, and Lynn's like, see, it's all good. She's going to call you tomorrow. Lynn still doesn't look right. Mm. Her makeup? Mm-hmm. Her look? I don't know why, why I got look her like looking that? like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's really obvious. And it's like, what are y'all trying to do? Like, the fuck? Like, she looks... Oh, and they, junky, and they like, all look so good. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's such a big gap in in looks and glamour. It looks like styling. they spent time. They spent time. Yeah, it was thought out. Even Maya, uh, who only got oh. like fucking five lines in this episode. Yeah, like she looks great. Yeah, For those you know, part of it. She's on the phone. We don't really see her. Yeah, I don't know, man. So the next scene we see is Joan. She's leaving for Aspen. All the girls are at the house except for Tony. Mm-hmm. So apparently Lynn is going to be the house sitter and uh, tells her everything. And then Joan's like, am I forgetting anything, guys? And Maya's like, yeah, you're running off with some guy you barely know. That's not very safe. And Lynn's like, yeah, it's something I would do. I mean, how do you know, though? How will you know? Girls do that all the time. Girls get flued out all the time. Flued out. And y'all don't know her accommodations either. I mean, I doubt they're going to stay in the same room. Like, as long as it's separate rooms, I'm not really... Yeah, she should leave her information with them, you know. Back then, you couldn't drop your pen or anything, but... Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of now. True. Yeah, just... If you can print out or text the, the itinerary... I don't know how you would do it print it out and give it to them so they have it also because this is private chat and not commercial yeah you can't even track the flight mm, yeah this is a lot of danger yeah <laughs> now that i think of it mm, and uh maya says well what about Derek and javon and joan's like well she thinks of them as schools actually this is uh how she sees it. Mm-hmm. Javon's her first choice. Okay. Derek is her safety school. Okay. And Curtis is her party school. Okay. So she's about to go to Aspen and there's a knock at the door. Now I like how they do this. Cause we see a guy holding flowers, right? Mm-hmm. Right over his face. Mm-hmm. And she opens the door and she goes, Oh hey Derek. Oh, Javon. Mm-hmm. She thought it was Derek, because that's a good setup for the previous um, scene with the flowers. Mm-hmm. Now, what I don't like, first off, he comes in, he's like, I just want to congratulate you on the Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And he didn't call her back because... I guess this is an excuse you can use at this time. He lost his phone, and all his contacts is gone. But then Lynn comes in with the one, too. Well, the J spot is listed on Google. If you're really trying to contact a bitch, so I was like, yeah. I mean, I think she meant listed in the phone book. But either way, mm. you can't say you lost your numbers. Well, nowadays you'd be like, well, social media. You could just hit me up on Twitter or but DM me on Instagram. You can get on a computer. You can get on your PC or whatever you got, your laptop, and message me on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lynn coming in with the, ooh, of course the J-Spot's listed. I, I'm surprised he ain't say nothing back. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, that's a mic drop. Mm-hmm. He says, I, hope he, I was hoping you were free today. 
but I see you're going on a trip. She's like, no, 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 I'm actually coming back. Girl, go to Aspen. <laughs> what would you do? I'm going to Aspen, child. I'm thinking I'm going to Aspen. I don't... That, and also, I understand that he's a very wealthy man, but he's still a man, so let's 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 play with him a little bit. No, I'm going on a trip. With who? Someone I'm seeing. Mmm. Because... What if he's like... Because... He knocks you down the roster. Well, th- then he, he knocks you down. Then he wasn't really feeling you anyway. You gotta, you gotta okay. be, don't be dropping everything for these Negroes, child. Even when they got bread. Like, it's not a good look. It doesn't, it doesn't make them competitive, you know? Now, yeah. if you be like, oh, nah, I'm in on a trip to Aspen. First of all, he knows that nigga got bread. He doesn't know that it's label, is funded by the label. That's number one. And he doesn't have to know. Right. Um, Keep that shit to yeah. yourself, Joan, and keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> um and secondly you keep him wondering like oh shit she fucking with a nigga that's flying her on the pj to aspen the fuck either you gonna yeah. step up or you not and be like well but 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 i'll i'll call you when i get back though if you get a new phone <laughs> yo he when i heard that oh i lost my phone on my contacts i thought you lying you a lying ass nigga you lying this nigga lying I hate when people say they lost their phone in, like, today's world, too. Yeah, like... I mean, I guess that's today's world, but you could have looked in the phone book, mm -hmm. drove to the J-spot. You know where the J-spot is? You've been there. Or, like Lynn said... I think you know where she lives. You feel me? Why is this so many times, like... You're not doing yourself any favors by keeping yourself available for someone who's not making you a priority. You're making him the first priority, but you're not his first priority. Yeah. So, that's go to Aspen, bitch. You done, you done, you done, you done packed up all your shit, like. And then guess what? This niggas ain't stupid. So he knows that you didn't just come back from the trip. He knows. Now he looking at you know like <sighs> the way Maya and Lynn kind of looked at each other, like. Niggas can. Re- you think he was looking at them to look at how they were looking at each other? Niggas, niggas can read the room. You feel me? And he said it looks like you're going on a trip. Bitch. I think he knows, but... Mm. Hey. Especially since, like, how long ago was this award show? If you were at the award ceremony, mm-hmm. just not that long ago, you didn't just come back from a trip because you were at the award ceremony. I was thinking about that, too. Like, what's the timeline? Because if it's any yeah. less than, like, two days, that's any less than, let's say, three days, girl, it's not believable. Yeah. You didn't just come back from Aspen. You're not going to spend, like, a day and a half in Aspen. Exactly. You're not going to do that. Exactly. So, I don't know. She she made a poor mistake. But we see them in the car together. I don't know what it is, but... Javon is a very nice car. Mm-hmm. He, it's a very nice, picturesque kind of thing. He just doesn't seem interesting. At all. I was thinking that, too. Like, it just seems very flat. Yeah. Like, there's zero chemistry here. I don't know if right. it's the actor, if it's just that's how they wrote him to be because they want to make it obvious that he's not into Joan. I don't know. But it's a no for me. Yeah. I mean, I love the car. <laughs> I love the fact that we could just go to Santa Barbara. Love all that. Beautiful gowns. It just seems like <laughs> beautiful gowns. Basically, yes, beautiful gowns. So, you know, we see the scene. He goes, where to? And she's like, oh, home, I guess. That's a callback. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, no, I was thinking Santa Barbara. 
It's a quick drive up the coast. We can have dinner, walk along the beach. Unless you need to get back. Am I the only one that thought of the whiz? When I think of home. <laughs> I think you are. No, okay. Because where would you get that from? I don't get what she said. Oh, home, I guess. Oh, I was thinking home. <laughs> when I think of home, I think of a place <laughs> where there's love overflowing. If y'all don't get that reference... Well, we just mentioned it, so... Like... Better yet, if you haven't seen The Wiz, turn this shit off and go watch The Wiz right now. I think it's on Netflix. Meaning if y'all don't get the reference that that's her... That the Wiz was starring Diana Ross, and that's... Okay, forget it. It is a little corny of a movie, but it's black history, so fucking go watch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> I watched it the other day. I was like, oh, God. Is it cringe? <laughs> some of this is really... Some of it. Some of it's really cringe. But the Emerald City scene... Ooh. That is never going out of style. You know the scene I'm talking about where it changed the colors? Mm-hmm. Always going to get That scene is so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> it holds up. But everything else, I'm like, what is going on? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to Santa Barbara. She's like, I'm all yours. So, we'll see. And then they do this awkward pause for, like, ever. They stare at each other's face. I guess the scene went on too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, there's this awkward pause. I don't know why they put that in there. Yeah, they stare at each other for a long... It, you know, sometimes you do the... You add padding at the end of the scene, so you just stare. But it went on so long that the guy who plays Javon just turned away and started looking at the staring wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Um, so that is the end of our episode. Mm. So, Etsy, mm-hmm. what is your... You know what? Forget it. I want to go first. Okay. I'm going to give my oh hell yes. My oh hell yes moment is Lynn saying the J-spot is listed. Mm. <laughs> when he said he lost his phone and all his contacts. Mm-hmm. When she said that shit, I did the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio point mm-hmm. meme at the TV. I was like, uh, girl, you ain't. Mm. I don't think you ever said anything more true in this damn series. Your turn. Hmm. That's my oh hell yes moment. That was a really good one. My oh hell yes moment is the nonverbal acting that Tony and Joan is giving, but mostly Tony in that scene. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. You can have the, the TV on mute and know exactly yes. what's going on. Yeah. I'd say um, Jill is actually doing better than Tracy in that. I mean, it's written for, for her to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um Tracy's character, Joan. Joan's more like talkative in the scene. Mm-hmm. Like she's more like saying what she's saying, but Tony's meant to just react to a lot of the stuff that Joan is saying. The whole, you know, oh, I, I, I called Javon and he didn't respond back to me. Mm-hmm. And her reaction to that, her reaction to being pushed out of the photo, just there's not a lot said. And I think that's really, you know, you know how I am with face acting. Um, so yeah, really, really well done. I agree. Damn, I should have picked that one. I feel like mine sucks now. No, yours was a mic drop, <laughs> motherfucker. It was. You can find that shit online in the yellow pages. It doesn't even matter though. In wherever he could have drove to the J spot. You out here lying, and then and then and yours leads into a next point where it's like, um, bitch, he's only here because one of his old bitches wasn't mm. picking up. Yeah, that's why he couldn't go to the thing. 
one of the one of the top spots, one of the, the starters. Okay. She was available that night, and it's like, nah, I gotta push Joan down to third, fourth string. Okay. Dang, that's fucked up. And Joan is just in love with this dude. Uh-huh. She will drop a whole trip, to, free trip to Aspen on a PJ for this dude. Ugh, Joan, Joan, Joan. I like your idea, though. Tell him you go on with some other nigga. Because she is. See how he reacts to that. So he can step his game up. Yeah. Let's go. Obviously, her putting him first isn't making him, is actually even making him get more lazier. Because now he's missing calls. Yeah. Y'all going mad long before without seeing or talking to each other. Like, let's let's have him put some pep in that step, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you guys have some pep in your step, head over to our social media, Twitter, at Hell Yes Girl, TikTok, at Hell Yes Girl, and on Twitter, we have a link to our merch on our um, page. It's pinned to our page. Check it out. We got a lot of cute stuff in there. I bought a t-shirt. I don't know what Etsy's bought. Probably nothing, but you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's shirts, there's sweaters. It's about to get cold out. If you guys want a nice crew neck sweater, with the the Oh Hell Yes logo on it, head over to our Redbubble site. You can find that yeah. pinned to our page on Twitter. I'm definitely going to get some stickers, though. I love stickers. I'm putting them up. Oh, yeah, stickers. Flash on my stickers laptop, good. stuff like that. Put them on your, um, when you travel, put them on your suitcase so people know Ooh. which suitcase is yours. Yeah. Like, Mine's the one with the Oh Hell Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, some of y'all are going back to school. Y'all can put it on your notebook, period. Mm. Actually, I think we sell notebooks. We'll oh. see. Anyway, go to the site. There's all kinds of stuff. <laughs> also, make sure you go on to wherever you listen to our pod, rate, review, subscribe, um, and make sure you are in the know whenever we drop our next episode. Speaking of next episode, it is called I Don't Want to Be a Player No More. Mm. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. We're gonna have a special guest on for that one, a return guest, Miss Jen Connors. We loved her commentary the last time. Oh my gosh. Her cookies were fantastic, guys. Wonderful. She made us bake good. She sent them to us. So sweet. Y'all, that don't mean all y'all can send us stuff. We just Yeah, we (laughs) You know somebody gonna be like, I bake too. Y'all Y'all want some? I'm like, uh, uh-uh. you can't be uh, just taking anything from people and eating whatever y'all send. But, right. but she does make some great food. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to our next one and her great commentary. So tune in next week for that. And until then, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm at Zero. And meet us back here next week. Be safe, guys. Bye.